What's going on, Substance Church? How y'all doing? It is so good to be back. We want to welcome all those who are watching online, all those who will watch this message later. What's up, production team? What's up? My wife is watching live right now. What's up, girl? How you doing? So good to be in God's house today. Here's the deal. Like, it feels amazing in Minnesota right now. Like, I'm telling you, the weather is, like, perfect because I live in West Palm, and it's still hot, hot. And so it's so glad to be to escape and, uh, and to be here with our great friends. Can you just give it up for Pastor Peter and Carolyn Haas and Nate and Jess and the entire team? Thank you uh, so much. Uh, I, I'm so pumped. Uh, my son is traveling with me, 21. My son, Jaden, good, good to be uh, with you. Don't start and I'm going to be now. You know, when they get older, they think they can whoop you, you know. Um, you don't want this old man's strength. Come on, somebody. I am so pumped to preach uh, today, because I get to preach on like one of my favorite uh, topics, had an incredible conversation with Pastor uh, Peter uh, this week, and we were kind of talking, I said, where is the church, and, and where you're at, and what's going on, because I'm not a guest speaker, I'm family, and, uh, and so I love, uh, you know, just coming into the family fold, and, and today, I, I want to preach to you a message, uh, it, it, you know, I, I love to come up with the titles on the plane, I was like, I need a title, you know, no, I don't like that title, that was gas, you know, that's not the title, that wasn't God, that was gas, um, but I think I got a title uh, a working title, if you want to write it down, it's called Five Star Followers. Five Star Followers. I love this idea of we get to rate everything, right? We live in a society. We live in a country. We live in a, even church. You know, we rate the services. We rate the church for how we feel, you know. And, and, uh, but, but I don't know about you. I'm a door dasher. I, I, I love Uber Eats. I love people delivering stuff to me that I don't have to leave. I don't have to put, you know, I have clothes on, but you, you know what I'm saying. Uh, get dressed up and, and, uh, and Uber Eats. I don't know if you're Postmates. Is anyone like me? You know, you just kind of like, just, you want it easy. Do, do y'all have that here? I know it's, okay, I just want to make sure because y'all are staring at me. Um, <laughs> but this week, this past week, I was ordering uh, some food and I was just like, you know, it's kind of taking long. And, and, uh, and so I went on and, and, and typically when I order, you know, my food from the DoorDash or from the Uber Eats, I, I, I do it based on the ratings, you know, and I'm like, you know, I, I, like, I don't want a restaurant that has three stars. Y'all with me? I, I don't want to eat with a restaurant that has two stars. I'm a five-star guy, you know, or at least four and a half stars with not two reviews because that's just family. <laughs> I'm, I'm a five-star guy, and, and, and it has to, to, you know, I travel a lot, and so I want a thousand reviews, and, and I've come to understand, like, the restaurant is good, and so I, I look on this uh, app, and, you know, I go on Uber Eats, and I, and I realize, like, this is kind of like the kingdom of heaven. It's pretty cool. Like they put in an order and then it says confirmed, right? And then it says processing on the app. And then I, I love this next thought. And you may say, well, why is, how is DoorDash like the kingdom of heaven? Because it's kind of like when Jesus commissioned his disciples. Like, do you know that there's people in your city, people in your family, people in uh, this city that are yet to call Substance Church, their church, who they put in an order for healing. They, they're praying that God meet them at their greatest need. And maybe it's, it's something as obvious as a homeless guy on the street or someone as obvious as they're going through something obvious and, and maybe their marriage is, is on the brink of divorce and, or maybe they're dealing with emotional issues with anxiety and, and maybe even suicidal thoughts, but they're placing an order and it's been confirmed. Where is it confirmed? It's confirmed in God's word that by his stripes we're healed. 
It's, in, it's confirmed in God's word that we all are candidates of freedom and forgiveness. But this week as I was looking at my app, something stuck out to me. And it was simply picked up by a dasher. Picked up by a dasher. That means someone who doesn't work from or at that restaurant with the good fried chicken. Come on, somebody. Like it's their job to go there and get it and then bring it back to the person who is in need. And when I saw that, I started thinking about like how does God get forgiveness to people who need it who don't go to church? How does God get joy to households who have not been experiencing joy to people who have yet to experience the freedom of Jesus. I, I believe it's not picked up by a dasher, but it's picked up by a disciple. It's picked up by a follower of Christ. In other words, that this freedom that you experience today, and if you're watching online, this joy, that, that this forgiveness, you're gonna feel charged after church. But can I tell you that this is like not just church. This is a building, but this is for us to be the church, to go outside the four walls of the church and to deliver. DoorDash, Kingdom Dash, to deliver the goodness of God to those who have ordered it and to those who don't know they've ordered it. They're just sitting next to you at a cubicle at work. And I believe that God is calling us in this Next kind of move of church, as we embark upon the end of the year at Substance Church, as we prepare ourselves for heart of the house, we, I wonder what the ratings are, not of Substance Church to our city, but the ratings are to us at work, to the people in our city, in our community that we live next to. Like, I wonder what their rating would be Concerning us, if it was our job to bring them joy. If it was our job to make them disciples of all nations. I wonder if we would be called five-star followers. I love that now. Am I a five-star follower when it concerns joy? Am I a three-star? When it concerns peace, am I a two-star? When it concerns the fruit of the Spirit, like... I had to ask myself these questions because on the way here, there was a baby crying on the airplane for three and a half hours. The entire time. I'm talking about loud, like I'm, I'm used to it, but then I'm not. And I text my wife something like, I can't stand kids. <laughs> and she texts me back, remember who you are. Come on, somebody, like... <laughs> What she was saying is, is I wonder, the baby that was crying, what's the story? Was that a single mom? What's the story behind that? And, and how I approached that conversation, how I approached my attitude towards that, I wonder what her situation would rate me as a Christ follower. I'm sorry, guys. I had to bring the word that God told me. Confirmed, processing, picked up by a dasher. You see, our job is to deliver 
God's goodness, the good news, the kingdom message, the gospel message of Jesus Christ to everywhere that we go. And church is just like a staff meeting that empowers us to go out and be the tangible hands and feet of Jesus. How do I know that this delivery is ours? Because if you look throughout scripture, it was the five Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, or the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that, 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 that they were supposed to give this five-star service of faith. And they stood in the midst of not bowing down because we would need that story when we go through the fire. Moses is a review. What was Moses' review after delivering breakthrough? To Israel. What was Joshua's, Joshua's review after delivering breakthrough by circling the walls of Jericho? What about the boy that woke up that morning with five loaves of bread and two fish? What would the 5,000, no, like 20,000 people's review be of him, of how he served the purposes of God? I got like one short scripture and a long scripture today. I love this idea in Acts chapter 13, verse 36. And it simply says this, that David served the purposes of God in his generation. David was a great delivery guy. David has a five-star review. David was a five-star follower. I love even the fact that David's past was not five stars, but God allowed him to experience what a five-star delivery would be. Aren't you so glad that God doesn't choose us because of us, but yet in spite of us? In this great commission, Jesus employs, employs us and, and, uh, to, 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 to pick up our crosses and, and follow him and become a deliverer. You see, we all have giving Jesus the five-star review of delivering heaven to earth by way of the cross, by way of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. And so as I was plucking through this in my, in my brain after talking to Pastor Peter, I, I landed on Matthew chapter 25 uh, uh, about the five things or, or the five attributes or if I'm going to be judged by my five-star service, what are the five things? And, and I came up with food, water, shelter, clothing, and care. In fact, in Matthew chapter 25, I'm going to paraphrase this because it's long. It says, but when the Son of Man comes in his glory with all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right and put the goats on his left. And what you see here, Substance Church, is like this depiction of Judgment Day. What you see here is Jesus, after he has given the Beatitudes, he's, he's talking to God's people. He's talking to potential employees, and he's saying if there was a job description for my church, if there was a job description for my disciples, this would be the job description, and this would be kind of like a two-star on the left and, and like a five-star on the right. 
maybe four and a half. And he goes on to say, the king will then say to those on the right, come, you are blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom. In other words, y'all come on into heaven. Y'all get a bonus, heaven. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me into this eternal fire. And then he gives the five things. For when I was hungry, you fed me. Number one, when I was thirsty, you gave me a drink, food, water, shelter. When I was a stranger, you invited me in. When I was naked, you clothed me. Clothes. When I was sick and in prison, you cared for me. Food, water, shelter, clothing, and care. You mean I don't have to speak King James to get a five-star? Uh-uh. You mean I don't just have to show up and, and, and be the first one to, to make it? I don't have to live a perfect life to get a five-star? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. It, it's how we serve. It's how we give. It's how we ensure that our ministry is to the least of these. And then, I love in verse 45, he says this, and then he will answer them and say, truly, to the extent that you did not do it to one of the least of these, you didn't do it to me. These will go away into eternal punishment, those on the left, but those on the right, but the righteous into eternal life. He's saying, how do you kill it on this job? How do you become a five-star follower? You serve the purposes of God. You serve the purposes of God through the local church. You serve the purposes of God in your city. You recognize that this church is not a church on a block, but a city on a hill that cannot be hidden to those who are lost and those who are blind and those who are without hope and those who are trapped and paralyzed in fear and addiction and anxiety and suicidal thoughts. Do you remember when you were lost? That's the brilliance of DoorDash is employing everyday people who know what it is like to be hungry, to feed those who are hungry. In fact, the brilliance of DoorDash is they're actually ministering to their own hunger while they are feeding and delivering people who are malnourished. They're working in the very thing that they may need themselves. My son, I was asking him about the message because I was, I was talking, we were talking it through last night in the hotel and he was on the phone uh, with uh, my future daughter-in-law. Yes, I spoke it. Uh, his girlfriend. No pressure. I really like her. Don't mess it up. I like her actually more than you. And, and, and uh, my parents like Irene more than me too. I get it. I get it. And, I said, I remember when you were DoorDash. Can, can you give me one of those situations? Uh, like, like, just tell me a DoorDash story. And he's like, Dad, I never told you this because I, I don't want you to get mad. I was like, oh, God, what did I just ask for? He said, you know how many times? Because we lived close to a military base that I would try to DoorDash and they never called me into the gate. And so the best thing I knew to do at the time is just to eat what I was supposed to deliver. Come on, somebody. I said, like, how many times did you do this? He's like, a lot, because we live. So that's why I never wanted dinner, because I was already eating. Come on, somebody. I started laughing, and I was like, wow. 
I wonder if my life as a disciple, have I been more concerned with my own consumption than I have been with contributing to those who need it? Am I in church and I come to church every Sunday and I just eat, 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 but I'm not feeding anyone else? I'm not offering the forgiveness I've received. I'm not offering the freedom I've received. I'm not offering someone grace who wronged me, who needs the same thing that God gave me. Am I a five-star follower? Y'all, I'm excited about this word. I don't know about y'all. I'm like, y'all like, no, it's it's too convicting. Mm -mm. What are the reviews? See, Pastor Carolyn, what I've done this week is I was thinking about this, I thought about, I wonder what the reviews are. Like, how would the world review me when they were in proximity with me? When I was supposed to deliver grace, when I was supposed to deliver forgiveness, watch this, when I was supposed to deliver kindness, it's just that simple, a hug, a nudge from the Holy Spirit to smile. I wonder what the review of someone who has not experienced the joy of the Lord, how they would review me. Am I eating? A a, a little bit. (laughs) When I'm supposed to feed someone. You see what I love about this passage of scripture? It's like my glasses. Now here's the deal. I told uh, Pastor Carolyn this uh, in the green room. I turned 50 January 24th. And I can't see anymore. So I have to put these on. The crazy thing is I can see you now, but if you were close, I couldn't see you. You see, these lenses are progressive lenses. They have a binary purpose. Their purpose is for me to see far and for me to see close. Now, if I take them off, I can see you fine. But if you were close to me, I'd be like, who are you? Yeah, I want you to know that In Christ, you have a dual purpose. You have a purpose to feed yourself, but also a binary purpose to feed others. You see, this started all the way back in Genesis when he says you are blessed to be a blessing. You go to church to be the church. You get joy to give joy. When you experience freedom, you're supposed to give away. Come on, church. This is not a hard message. This is very simple to us. The problem is, is we don't realize what helps people. Can I tell you this? Help equals hope. Can y'all say that with me? Say help equals hope. Man, I just got to help somebody. I just got to deliver something to somebody. You get a word for you, give it away to somebody else. That's what church is all about. That's why we give. That's why we serve. That's why we show up. That's why we go to classes. That's why we experience freedom to prepare us to serve the purposes of God, not just our own purposes. Come on, y'all. I'm excited about this because if not, we actually become the least of these. Pastor, what are you talking about? You see, what these disciples had an issue with, a vision issue. Check it out in Matthew 25, 44 through 45, and I'm I'm bringing this home. It says this, then 
they themselves will answer. So the disciples are confused. Jesus said, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. When I was a stranger, you invited me in. When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was sick and in prison, you cared for me. And what they say is, Jesus, sweet. There's not a time you were hungry, we didn't feed you. We've never seen you thirsty. You are the living word. We've never seen you naked. We, we, you haven't been in prison. And he says, no, no, you don't get it. He says, when you did it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. But I love how it starts out. Can you put Matthew 25, 44 up there again? It says, then they said to themselves, Lord, when did we see? What they had is a vision issue. What they had is they didn't have progressive lenses. They could see close, but couldn't see far away. They could, and here's the, here's the danger, substance. It's easy for us to see our own needs, but not the needs of others. It's, e- it's easy for us, you know, to see in the church, well, the church is, is doing well, and, and, you know, I know we got heart for the house coming up, and, and you know, I, I gave last year because guess what? We don't have the vision to see what God has in store for the city of Minneapolis and those who are lost and those who have yet to sign up to be a dasher. Also, so what are the reviews? What is God calling us to do? Me and my son, in uh, last February, we started a, a, a Toro a car rental business for, we live in West Palm, and so we started an exotic car rental business, not because I wanted to make money, because I wanted to drive whatever I wanted. I'm joking, I'm joking. True, but not true. But. And so, it's been fun, and, you know, when we started, I was like, man, I, I didn't realize, like, how we serve people would actually be the effectiveness and the reach of our business. And so, I, I saw... You know, we've gotten the app and, you know, we've got like five cars and we rent them out and, you know, they're, they're rented out. It's, 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 it's awesome. So if you ever come to West Palm, hit us up. I'll give you a substance discount. <laughs> and uh, I saw something called All-Star Host. I want to be an All-Star Host. How do I become an All-Star Host? Here's the deal. An All-Star Host had 25 reviews of five stars and above. So you know what my goal was? I had to make sure that me and Jaden's goals lined up. I said, bro, we have to have 25 five-star reviews. Make sure everybody has water. Make sure everybody has mints. I mean, I want you to serve them. I, I, I want you to grab their luggage. We're, we're going to go to the airport. We're going to pick them up. This is what we do, guys. And in substance, we'll take it to a whole nother level. I, I, you know, we... And I was like, but what happens is, is I had to make sure that how he was serving them was how I wanted to serve them. And it's crazy to me how one bad service can mess up everybody's review. I thought y'all would clap right there. I really did. I was like, that's good. Okay, it wasn't that good. Okay, so, so what are the reviews? But Jesus starts it off and he says, number one is food. Everybody wants some food. Come on, y'all. 
Everybody like a good steak. Y'all remember when I preached about steaks, medium rare? Where my medium rare people at? Come on, somebody like, that's my thing. Somebody last night ordered rare, uh, medium, and I was like, next to me in the restaurant, I wanted to correct them. I wanted to rebuke that spirit. I didn't because I remember my sermon, but I was like, bro, you don't understand steak. <laughs> he says, when I was hungry, you fed them. Do you remember when you were hungry? Do you remember when you were out without spiritual nourishment? God wants us to feed others from the remembrance of where we came from. I don't ever want to lose sight of my redemption in Christ. You see, food is equated to God's word. As the word goes out from my mouth in Isaiah 55, it says, it shall not return unto me void. I need a word from God. Anybody? I got some decisions. I need a word from God. My wife gave me an attitude this week, and I was like, I need a word from God. She don't want my words right now. I'm joking. I'm not. I love you, honey. Do you know that not only do you need a word, not only do you need food, but you also need to give a word. I love this in John 4, uh, 34. It says, Jesus answered. And now here's the part that you need to understand, that my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me. I want you to, I want to just quickly frame this up. Jesus is talking to a Samaritan woman at a well. Y'all know the story in John chapter 4, right? The disciples, they have been traveling. The disciples don't want to go to Samaria because Jesus, who is a Jew, and Samaritans are not supposed to do life with each other, let alone she's a woman and she's ostracized by her own people. Now, she has this conversation with Jesus. They meet at a well. Jesus is hungry. The disciples are hungry. And the disciples go off to get Jesus some food while Jesus is talking to this woman. They come back and they start judging Jesus because they did not have five-star reviews. He says, why are you talking to this woman? Aren't you hungry? And I love Jesus' response. He says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. I believe that should be our response. Our food, our nourishment is to do the will of God who sent us, is to be like David and serve the purposes of God in our generation. Can I just encourage you with a simple thought? If you get nothing else from this message, I want you to remember this. It is impossible for us to be the hands and feet of Jesus without having the heart of Jesus. It's impossible for us to be the hands and feet of Jesus without having the heart of Jesus. I want to have the heart that says my food is to do the will of him who sent me. Even when there's a baby crying for three and a half hours on a plane that's louder than my music and my headphones, my food <laughs> is to do the will of him who sent me. When people get on your nerves, my food, this Thanksgiving... When that family member who you can't stand, and, you're, and they say, can you pass the potatoes, but really you want to pass them a smack on the cheek. You say, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. The next thing he says is water. 
When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. I'm thirsty right now. When I go back, I'm going to drink me a Gatorade G2, and it's going to quench my thirst. And why you say G2? Because I'm working out. I don't know if y'all can tell. I'm, I'm working on some stuff. I'm, I got a muscle. I got like an ab, a half an ab right here, y'all. It's so cool. Like, my wife, she's like, oh, my God, there it is. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't like that. Now I feel shamed. As if, you've, as if she searched for it before. Are, are y'all with me? I'm like, where you've been looking for this for 24 years and you haven't, you're just finding it now? I'm working out, you know. I know I look good, girl. I can see you online. I know you're looking at me. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Water. Food, water. That woman at the well. In John chapter 4, I love this. It says, John chapter 4, 13, whoever drinks this water will never thirst again. But whoever drinks the water that I shall give him will, thirst, will never thirst. Watch this now. But the water that I shall give him will become a fountain of water springing up eternal life. I love this DoorDash idea. It's like when I eat it, I now can be employed by it. Are y'all with me? When I drink the water, I now become life-giving. It not only gives me life, but it empowers me by the Spirit to be life-giving. Here's the question. Are we life-giving or life-taking? Are our words life-giving or life-taking? I want to be life-giving. I want to know, be known more for what I give than what I receive. Uh, I love this. Also, Pastor Carolyn, I, I love God's word. I, I love how it says in John 4, 23, because I've always, like, wondered, like, how does this spirit and truth sit with me? He says, but the time is coming, Jesus says to this woman. Indeed, the time is now when the true worshipers will worship me in spirit and in truth. I love that. Now, I'm going to make it work for this message right here. You ready? Not only give natural water to someone who is thirsty, not only be a part of how, Heart for the House to do outreach, not only, are y'all hearing me? Not only give natural water, but also as you give natural water, supernatural water, spirit and truth, revelation and reality. Let me tell you something. You want to get a five-star, you want to be a five-star follower? Learn how to become naturally supernatural. I don't mind showing up at the outreach, passing out a bottle of water to someone who's thirsty. I don't mind building a well, but I'm also praying that the thing that I'm doing naturally is erupting in them supernaturally. This, Jesus says to this woman, when you drink this natural water, there's going to be spiritual water that you will never thirst again. In other words, when you receive kindness, give it away. When you receive joy, give it away. Because the kind of joy that you give away will be a spring flowing up within that person. Food, water. The next one is clothing. Clothing. I, I, he says, when I was naked, you clothed me. 
I'm going to tell you guys my conviction in this area. I was pastoring in Baltimore when I first began pastoring our church called I-5 Church, which used to be called I-5, now it's called Union Church, and I had a revelation with God. I was, I was driving in Baltimore, I took my wife out to dinner, and it was like, I, you know, I, I had bought this like fancy jacket, you know, and I couldn't wait to wear it, because our church you didn't dress up at, like, but I had this jacket, like, I don't even wear a jacket now, I don't even own a suit, you know what I'm saying, like, and I put this jacket on, I was like, yeah, we're going out to dinner with my girl, we went to Ruth Chris, and uh, medium rare, <laughs> and and on the way back, I saw this homeless guy and just stopped at the stoplight. The light turned green. And I'm in Baltimore, so people started beeping me. No, 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 go. I was like, mm, something had captured me. And so I had some leftovers. And I gave him some leftovers. And I had some cash. And I gave him some cash. Stopped traffic. They went around and. And I'd bought this fancy jacket. And the Lord told me to take it off and give it to him. I felt the Holy Spirit says, no, clothe this guy. And I had no idea. I put the jacket on him and I had no idea that that would eventually be the vision of our church. We had the, an amazing homeless ministry. We had shower trucks that we... Homeless people would take showers and come to church, and we did like homeless birthday parties, and hundreds of homeless people would come, and, and we would celebrate their birthday because no one knew their birthday, and, and we, would, we would partner with Coles, and, and they would go shopping, and, and it, it, I'm going to cry right now because I'm just remembering the conviction of simply clothing somebody. I'll never forget, I was about to step away from pastoring our church, and we were in a service, and the homeless people would come, we'd pick them up, they'd come to third service. I'm in the middle of preaching just like this, and all of a sudden, this guy yells out, Pastor! Now, we're in Baltimore, so I had to first make sure, security, come on. And he says, I want to be saved! In the middle of my sermon. In the memory of that jacket of me delivering that jacket, had no idea that that guy who said, I want to be saved, who we stopped our service and prayed salvation for him, and about four to 500 people gave their lives to Jesus that day because this guy just decided to clothe him in dignity. We have no idea what we're doing when we pray for somebody. We're clothing them in glory. We're clothing them in forgiveness. We're clothing them. And, and, and I, I want to go and tell you more about that story, but I'll just say this. That guy passed away shortly after that. And I'm so glad that when I clothed him with that coat, he was also clothed in salvation. And right now he's clothed in glory. That's a good place to clap. Food, water, shelter, clothing. I'm just going to jump to the fifth one. The fourth one is shelter. The fifth one is care. Have you ever called a doctor's office to make an appointment and no one picks up the phone and they give you the dreaded message that says, if this is an emergency, 
hang up, call 911, hang up and call 911. And I'm like, no, I'm calling the doctors. It doesn't have to be an emergency if you just picked up the phone. Come on, just, <laughs> like, don't make me call back three more times, and it will be an emergency if you don't pick up the phone. When I was 16 years old, one year I had five W-2s. That means I quit four jobs in one year. And I'll never forget this one job that I quit, Taco Bell. Yo, Kato. Come on, y'all old people. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Taco Bell. And I'll never forget, it was a Sunday. I was scheduled, and they had sent a bunch of people home, and I was, only the, I was the only one there working. And all of a sudden, a church bus came in, Baltimore church bus, full of church people who were hungry. Fifty of them. Get off the bus. No past embellishment. Fifty. It's just me. I'm the only cook and the manager. I'm like, you didn't send everybody else home. I wanted to go home. So they unload the bus, and I'm like, how are we going to feed all these people? Y'all know what I did? I did what any 16-year-old PK would have done. I took off my uniform. I walked out, and I quit. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Real story. I got in trouble. My dad took my car, all that good stuff. Yeah. But as I was putting this last point together, I thought about how many people are waiting or a dasher to pick up forgiveness, healing, joy, and bring it to them who would never step in church. But maybe the task looks too great and we've taken off the uniform. <laughs> and we say, not today, I'm too busy, not today, I got my own stuff going on, not today. And God is saying to no, know every day. He's saying that go into the world baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Food, water, shelter, clothing, and care. Last scripture, and I'm out of your way, Mark chapter 2. I will never, ever look at this scripture the same way after preparing for this message. It says, see in their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. I'm like, okay, if you know a little bit about this story, Jesus was in a house, the house was packed. Four guys went out and bought a paralyzed guy, ripped the roof off, back to Jesus. They're sitting in front of Jesus. They delivered paralyzed guy to Jesus. And Jesus looks, can you put that scripture back up there? And Jesus doesn't look at the paralyzed guy. You see, I thought it would say, seeing the faith of the paralyzed guy, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. He doesn't say that. It says, seeing their faith. The faith of five-star followers who said, I'm not going to just get Jesus for myself in this house. I'm going to go outside the four walls of this house and pick up a paralyzed guy. And my faith to do that is going to heal him. Substance, can I pray for you? Can you stand with me? Can you stand with me at every campus? Can you stand with me if you're online except for if you're driving? Father, I pray right now. God, that you would cause us to be five-star followers. God, that we would not, that there would not be a meal of forgiveness or hope or joy waiting to be picked up by disciples that never gets picked up. That we would not consume what we're supposed to contribute. But Father, let us be the tangible hands and feet of Jesus by the way of having the heart of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Substance, I love y'all.